Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 8 of the Spark Podcast. My name is Jack, I'll be your host, and today we are going to talk about playing cards and the number 52 factorial. Um, I'll get to that number in a while. Uh, first off, we're going to see where playing cards came from originally. Um, they came from the East. Uh, I say the East, I mean Asia. Um, there's some. There's not a lot of historical evidence of them at the very start because they were made of paper, and paper doesn't really last that long. Um, there's clear historical evidence that playing cards began to appear in Europe around the late 1300s and early 1400s. Um, but they seem to have been imported from the East by uh, crusaders or traders. Um, uh, it seems to be that they originated in Asia, but we actually have no clear and precise proof. Um, there's a little bit of evidence that some kind of games involved playing cards, um, where they would, say, use them as what we use today as poker chips, where they would represent the money that you'd have on a bet, or they would be used alongside older games like chess or dice, and sometimes be involved in the games themselves, but they weren't kind of on their own uh, until after they were used with these games. Which is kind of interesting. They they came in as like an accessory to other games, and then we use them... Well, we don't use them every day, but some people do. Uh... Then they kind of came through Europe, um, through Italy and Spain, uh, Germany, France, and England, and uh, eventually made it through to the United States, uh, where they became extremely popular. <laughs> uh, there's this, like uh, there's a lot of interesting little tidbits about playing cards. Like there was a uh, I suppose you could call it a historical or a limited edition deck that Bicycle did. Uh, Bicycle are like the biggest playing cards manufacturer they make the best ones apparently you see if you ever see a magician on tv chances are he's using a bicycle deck of cards um or like the the ones that they use in casinos are probably bicycle um but they did a really cool thing during world war ii and, and the uh, vietnam war is they issued the a specific deck to the american troops and if you took the deck out and laid it out in order and made like a big square out of it it made a map of the the country you were in so if you're going to germany you got the germany deck of cards if you're going to vietnam you got the vietnam deck of cards or france or wherever and it was designed to help them uh, escape from captivity or to find their way out i don't know it's it's, it's cool <laughs> you have a map of where you where you're going um but that's besides the point <laughs> Uh, cards have come a long way since their origin, since their origin, Jesus, I can't even talk. Um, there's a lot of evidence of cards being, um, growing up alongside tile games, or growing up, being developed alongside tile games, uh, like dominoes or mahjong. Um, I've never played mahjong, I'd like to, I'd like to learn a bit more about that. So maybe that's another, maybe that's another podcast I'll to add to the list. Um, there was certain decks of cards that had forty cards. I think the Spanish decks have forty cards, and there's other like older decks that have like thirty, twenty nine cards. Um, the everyday deck of cards that you can buy in a shop now, 
Um, it's a 52 card deck uh, where it's four suits. Uh, there's the the hearts, the spades, the diamonds, and the clubs. Um, apparently, they're supposed to represent things. Um, it's said that each of the suits on a deck of cards in a card game represents the four major pillars of the economy in the Middle Ages. Um, Hearth represented the church, spades represented the military, clubs represented agriculture, and diamonds represented the merchant class. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how accurate these things are. Um, they also represent other things. Um, 52 cards is supposed to represent the 52 weeks of a year. And if you add up all the, say if you take an ace as one, um, a, like two is two, three is three, up to ten is ten, uh, jack is eleven, queen is twelve, and a king is thirteen. If you add all up those numbers, it equals 365. So that's the number of days in a year. Uh, the four suits are meant to represent the four seasons. Uh, 13 cards in each suit represent the 13 weeks in each season. But that's just simple maths, because there's 13 times 4 is 52, and uh, people are just making connections. Uh, the 12 royals represent the 12 months, apparently. I don't know which ones are which. I couldn't find out. <laughs> These are just people giving me random facts. Um, the two red and the two black suits are meant to represent the four different solstices. I didn't know there was four different solstices. I thought there was two. I thought there were... Oh, I suppose it was the e is it an equinox? Is the, the, the halfway point between the winter and summer solstice? I don't know. The, the longest day in the year and the shortest day of the year. And I imagine the middle points are the other two that they're talking about. Um, the suits are also meant to represent the four natural elements. Uh, hearts are water. Clubs are fire. Diamonds are earth. And spades are air. I think this is complete bullshit. <laughs> just people have just drawn random fucking things together. Because there's four of these and there's four seasons. So they must represent the four seasons. I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, but the thing I think is really cool about playing cards is a mathematical problem that's associated with them. The It's not a problem, really. It's... it's, it's uh, a little conundrum that you can make for yourself. And that is, there is no way that you can, if a deck is shuffled properly, if you cut it, then obviously, but there is no way that you can properly shuffle a deck to match any other properly shuffled deck. That sounds kind of counterintuitive, but when you look at the maths, it's kind of, it, it makes sense. There are more ways to arrange a deck of cards than there are atoms on Earth. Think about that. You, If you look at the the nearest written page you have that's, that's typed out, or maybe you're looking at your phone screen, if you look at a, a full stop, that has a, one billion atoms in it. So there are more ways... Like, that's that's a very small thing. It's a full stop. There's, uh, I say... There's around one billion atoms because there could be different sizes, but like the the average typeface, the full stop at the end of it has one billion mm -hmm. atoms in it, and that's on a sheet of paper. It's it's astronomically small. <laughs> it's tiny, and there are more ways to arrange a deck of cards than there are atoms on Earth. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, getting a bit chesty. Um, I'm going to explain this number now. Uh, so you like feel free to get lost and just 
listen. <laughs> the possible permutations of 52 cards is 52 factorial. 52 factorial is 52 multiplied by 51, multiplied by 50, multiplied by 49, multiplied by 48, and so on and so forth, until we get down to multiplied by 3, multiplied by 2, multiplied by 1. And that is an extremely large number. Um, just for the sake of it, if we were going to arrange the four aces uh, in all their different ways that they can be arranged, say you had the ace of diamonds, ace of clubs, ace of hearts, ace of spades, and you arrange them that way, that's one way. And then if you went ace of diamonds, ace of hearts, ace of clubs, ace of spades, that's a different way. So the way you figure that out is there's four things you have to arrange. So that's four factorial. So that is four multiplied by three, multiplied by two, multiplied by one, which is 24 ways. So four by three is 12, multiplied by two is 24, and 24 by one is 24. That's only with four cards. <laughs> the thing is, this is kind of an exponential number, and the more you go up, bigger the number gets. Um, the, the typical classroom calculator that you use uh, only goes up to 99,999,999, which is just short of 100 million. And uh, the, the highest factorial you can do, I think, is 11. Uh, so 11 factorial. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> it's a big number. But if you type in 12 factorial, um, you'll basically it'll just come up error because the calculator isn't big enough to display that number um, 52 factorial is astronomically large it is huge like I said it's bigger than the number of atoms on earth so 52 factorial Factorial is equal to I have no I I, <laughs> I don't even know what number this is like if it's trillion or like it's it's Or billion I don't know the actual term for this number. I'm just going to list the digits out This will take a while <sighs> 52 factorial is eight zero six five eight one seven five one seven zero nine four three eight seven eight five seven one six six zero six three six eight five six four zero three seven six six nine seven five two eight nine five zero five four four zero eight eight three two seven seven eight two four zero 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 That's a huge fucking number Everyone who's listening to this, stop listening to me after the first six digits. Nobody gave a fuck. It was, it's just too big. Our brains cannot comprehend how large that number is. So, I'm going to kind of put that into, um, kind of a way that we can wrap our puny human brains around it. Um, so we're going to start a timer, right? And it will count down the number of seconds from 50, that massive number, 52 factorial, to zero. And we're going to see how much fun we can have before the timer counts down all the way. So what you need to do is you need to start by picking your favorite spot on the equator. Anywhere at all. Doesn't really matter. And you're going to walk around the world <coughs> along the equator. 
but we're going to take a, a very um, slow pace. We're going to take our time of uh, one step every billion years. Uh, make sure you bring your pack of playing cards so you can get in a few uh, quadrillion <laughs> hands of solitaire just to keep yourself going between the steps. Um, uh, after you complete your round trip, taking one step every billion years, you should remove one drop of water from the Pacific Ocean. Now do it again. Uh, walk around the world at one billion years per step and remove one another drop of water from the Pacific Ocean. Um, keep doing this until it's empty, the Pacific Ocean. When it is, you take one sheet of paper and put it on the ground, flat in front of you. Now fill back up the ocean and do it again. Adding a sheet of paper to the stack each time you've emptied the ocean. Do this until the stack reaches from the Earth to the Sun. And then when we look at our timer, uh, we'll see that the three leftmost digits haven't even changed. Uh, we still have 8.063 by or to the power of 67 more seconds to go. Um, so that's quite, a, that's quite a lot. So we'll take down the stack of papers and we'll do it again. A thousand more times, uh, and unfortunately that still won't do it. Uh, we're down to 5.385 to the power of 67 seconds left. Uh, so we're about a third of the way done. We're getting there. Uh, now we're we're gonna we're getting bored of this stacking paper to the sun thing. Uh, so we're gonna try something different. Um, to pass the remaining time, we're gonna shuffle our deck of cards. And every billion years, we're going to deal ourselves a five-card poker hand. Every time we get a royal flush, we buy a lottery ticket. If that ticket wins the jackpot, we throw one grain of sand into the Grand Canyon in America. And we keep going. We repeat this until we fill up the Grand Canyon with sand. Every time the Grand Canyon is filled up with sand... We remove one ounce of rock from Mount Everest. Um, now we empty the canyon do it again. Uh, when Mount Everest is leveled, we are going to look at the timer and see that we still have 5.364 to the power of 67 seconds remaining. We didn't even make a fucking dent <laughs> in that. So we're going to do it... Um, 255 more times at this point you we will only be looking at um, 3.24 to the power of 64 seconds and the timer would finally reach zero sometime during the 256th attempt to tear down <laughs> Mount Everest um, that's a long fucking time. That is a big number. We're, we've walked around the earth enough times to stack paper to the sun a thousand times. <laughs> Taking a pace of one billion or one step every billion years. It's just, it's nuts. It's a crazy, crazy amount of time. There's so many ways you can possibly configure it. So the next time that someone deals a deck of cards and they properly shuffle it, there is no way that you have ever seen that deck of cards again. There's just mathematically impossible. It doesn't, it's, it can't happen. If someone 
start shuffling decks now, it's going to take them, like, that long to do it. If you shuffled one deck of cards every second we were doing that, you wouldn't get the same deck of cards. Ever. Not once. And it takes more than one second to shuffle a deck of cards, so there's there's no way. And that's, like, like the, the thing is, in reality, this could never happen. Like, after, like, two or three steps, two or three steps, the Earth would be gone. <laughs> you know, the the sun would become a red giant and engulf the whole world. And, like, this, the, there's no way we can do it at all. Um, which makes it more amazing when you get, like, an amazing poker. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this morning. Um, the last time I played poker properly, I got a royal flush. It's amazing. I've looked up the odds now. It's 1 in 649,740 to get a royal flush. And it's never going to happen to me again. <laughs> I've peaked already. It's fucking crazy. Um, they're, they're really strange little bits of cardboard playing cards there. It's amazing that the, the human mind can develop games to develop games in the first place actually just to keep us entertained and keep us occupied while the world is going on around like we're, we're so busy humans are like we just develop games to keep us entertained but the fact that we can take little bits of cardboard and say that these represent something these represent rules and uh, abilities or whatever like there's there's so many different card games there's snap <laughs> Snap's a great one for kids. Um, it's poker, this bridge. Uh, this, a game that we used to play, I, I think it's like a derivative of um, Uno. We called it We called it Shithead. It was fucking great. We, paid it for, we played it for two fucking years straight. I never got bored of it. <laughs> I haven't played it in a while, actually. I haven't had a deck of cards in a while. I should get a deck of cards. Um... That's actually something. Bridge and poker use two different sets of cards. Um, the bridge cards are slightly narrower because you were holding more of them in your hand at once, uh, and they're kind of the the usual ones you get uh, if you're going to get a deck of cards. Like most casinos use bridge cards. I think they're two and a quarter inches wide, and the poker cards are two and a half inches wide. So they're slightly like chunkier, uh, easier to see. I imagine. Uh, and most of the time you'd only have five in your hand at most. Uh, if you're playing Texas Hold'em, you'd have two. Um, and I, everyone prefers Texas Hold'em. I've never met a poker player who prefers the f the five card draw. It's 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 not as exciting, I don't think. It's much easier to watch um, Texas Hold'em as well. Um, but it's crazy that the human mind can develop rules for little bits of cardboard that we shove in our pockets and you can sit down with anyone and they'll everyone knows a card game and you can teach people card games there's lots of card games that have secret rules that only one person knows uh, I can't remember what it was called but my, I was playing it with my friend and you had to guess the rules as you went along it was like super fun it was amazing and then it like they developed into like specific card games like uh, Magic the Gathering and fucking Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and they all just derive from using little rectangular bits of cardboard that represent things 
and pe- people spend fucking thousands on Magic the Gathering. It's 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 nuts. It's a it's a little phenomenon that we have, and I've never really thought about it until now, and I'm glad I did, because there's a lot in <laughs> there's a lot in playing cards. Uh, it's it's crazy. There's a lot to it. Um, if you want to find out what the number 50, 52 factorial looks like, um, you're going to have to go to czep.net slash weblog slash 52cards.html. I'm going to put all the sources into the description anyway. And uh, it's it's basically the, the little permutation I went through there where we walk around the earth and stack paper and destroy Mount Everest. Um but it's just like you see this number and it's in a really small font and it goes like a third of the way across my screen <laughs> it's it's nuts it's it's a big big number um there was an old analogy that i heard of like monkey shuffling cards and like there was you'd need a certain number of monkeys over a billion years could do it but i can't remember the number it's an ex- extremely large number but these are all just thought experiments that don't really mean anything it's, it's it's nonsense nonsense really um also uh, there was a, the odds of winning the lotto in uh that explanation apparently the odds of winning the lotto jackpot um after matching six numbers chosen uh is one in america anyway i imagine is uh one in 45 million 57,474 that's that's astronomical as well so like it's <laughs> there's there's no way you can visualize any of this i've i've tried to explain it but i can't there's there's no like the the human brain can roughly visualize like 50,000 people that's like a that's a big sports stadium full of people i i think that's like the the number where our like even even that's huge. Like, um, I think it was uh, Joe Rogan was talking to Ben Anderson recently, and he was uh, there was I think there's something like eight hundred thousand people have been killed in Syria altogether. And like, I just say that, you know, um, there's no way I can put that into something that means something to me. It's just a number, you know. Uh, now, if you say that five people were shot down the road, you'd be like, "Fuck! Five people were killed." But it's just like such an astronomically large number that it makes it feel—I don't know—removed from reality, in a way. Um, it's just—it's—it's it's, you can't visualize it. It's too big. There's like the numbers that we deal with every day are just astronomical. Like fucking look at Jeff Bezos. Got like I don't know after rewards. Maybe he's got like a hundred billion left. A hundred billion is a lot of fucking money. <laughs> like you can't visualize that. There's no way you could spend that even. You know you'd have to buy Europe. Uh, you probably couldn't buy Europe. <laughs> you have to buy Africa. Maybe I don't know some some country that doesn't have any money at all. You'd just be like a hundred billion. I'll buy your country. You could probably buy. Um, Belarus maybe I don't know I don't think it's up for sale it's probably not 
<laughs> I don't know if anyone has the uh, ability to sell a country to someone. Although someone did once sell the Eiffel Tower. Twice. <laughs> I can't remember his name. He's a very interesting uh, con man. And he convinced two people to buy it off him, even though he didn't own it. Genius. But that's a that's a very strange tangent to go down. We were talking about playing cards. Um, whiskey and cigars. Whiskey and cigars, but the poker is one of my favorite things. I've never done it. <laughs> I just know it would be my favorite thing to do. Uh, so we need to get on that pretty pretty soon. I need to gather some people and sit around in a dark room with smoke everywhere, with one light in the middle, one bare light bulb, and play a dirty game of poker where we all scream at each other and hate each other by the end of it. And then we wake up and we don't remember because we've been drinking whiskey all fucking night. <laughs> But yeah, that's playing cards. They're fucking crazy. The maths associated with them are things that we cannot comprehend. Calculators aren't big enough to put in the number. You, you just can't. It's crazy. But with that, I'd like to thank you for listening. Hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,